Uh, yeah, new episode of Through the Island Podcast. We didn't record what we were just talking about right now. Um, but uh, and you know what? I guess it's a secret, so we won't we won't tell. And also, about I'm it. thinking. I think I'm thinking. Uh, it's hot. It's hot out. You know, yeah. it's Friday. We're recording at three eleven. No, 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 That's the intro music. Just now that that we're not. I'm not. You know, I'm not doing. I'm not cutting into my Friday to to rip from YouTube and and, and give more of my personal information to yeah. Eastern Block. Um, more ammunition for Spotify, who yeah. whose address we readily have. It's in New York. I, it's honestly very close to where I work, and I'm just saying. Just a train ride away. Just a train ride away. From I could me. probably walk. I could probably walk, and a lot of people are there. So you know, if something happens, a lot of people scurry. Easy to get lost in a crowd. Easy to get lost in a crowd. Just saying. Um, anyone but, can take, the, and anyone can take the train. Yeah. Anyone's allowed. And then you're off. Then you're off. Border's not that far. Border is not that far. Yeah. A lot of air force. Yeah, I've had to get away. I've crossed it a bunch of times. Someone yeah, had to get away. A bunch of times. Someone had to get away. Yeah. Um, that that so, doesn't necessarily mean us either. Yeah. Um, but so we're gonna, you know, this is this might be functionally probably the uh season finale the canonical season finale for the season um unless something happens here and if it does so what but uh, well, why, don't we, why, don't we, why don't we just say what we're gonna do because it's it's it is the season finale but also we're gonna do something over the summer which we don't really do yes um, yes my idea really 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 slick pass for me slick slick saucer pass to desmond uh, wide open in front of them, and then and he I he, hammered he it. it in. I hammered he, it. I he tucked it in. Well, I think I pa- I I I caught it for a sec. I cupped it for a second. Right. And then stepped in. Right. And what we are going to be doing this summer, uh, and most of the content needed to do it is accessible, and I imagine yeah. we'll be able to find the ones that I was not able to find in thirty seconds. Um, <laughs> but we are doing. Josh Bailey, Eras, a a five or six part series of Josh Bailey watch along pod, Josh Bailey game watch along pods where we are going to revisit some of Josh's finest moments in his uh, career in his fifteen year Isles career. Um, And we're going to start with game one, the the first game that he played. Um, which was against the Rangers. No, no, it's, 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 that's uh, what not was the year. It's not. It's not his first game, but it, it was his first like moment. It was kind of his first like good. Sure, game. sure, 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 sure. It was sure, sure, uh, sure, sure, sure. 2010. It was like uh, uh, early in the season in 2010. Right, 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 right. And um, uh, yeah, it is. It is. Uh, he has a. He has a a big moment, and and the uh, just by the tag alone, the fact that the uh, the game winning goal is a uh, Josh Bailey to Blake Como connection. Uh, <laughs> that's that's kind of there's a lot of high drinks that happen in that game, but we figure we owe it we owe it to the man. Yeah, I I, I basically I was listening to there's like there's like a handful of podcasts I listen to and one of them does like commentary episodes where it's like you know they they watch a movie and they talk over it and I was like you know it'd be a good idea there's so many games readily available why don't you know why don't we just do this this would be fun um and and you know we're gonna vamp we're gonna hang it's it's really just hanging out you can watch along if you want we'll do a countdown 
Um, and if you just want to listen to us talk while you're not watching it, that's fine too. But yeah, that's going to be, we figure it's, it would be a fun thing to do. We, we don't, um, while we don't care, uh, we both are doing plenty of other things. So keeping our podcast, uh, our podcast skills sharp and also being able to hawk at you all the other shit that we do is also very important to us. They'll be Um, even looser than these episodes somehow. Oh, for sure. Um, (laughs) But but I mean, do we want to start there? Because there's a lot of uh, oh Josh, on well, that, I guess we that. haven't really chronologically. Yes, it. that is that is where where this uh, adventure kind the adventure ending is where this uh, this podcast should perhaps begin. All right, let me um let me do a quick Josh Bailey thing, and then you have you this is this is your guy. Um, Friends, actually. not to say he wasn't my guy. Uh, but I, I just want to say, like, he, he's not only is he always a guy that that I've always rooted for, but but it was a good litmus test for who I wanted to kind of like. If someone was talking hockey with me and they were an Islanders fan, and the, the, their immediate complaint was something, you know, they immediately started complaining about Josh Bailey. It was a good kind of like I got to get out of here. Like this 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 person is kind of a fucking idiot. Um, he just. He's he was easy to root for uh, an Islander through and through just kind of like it's 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 hard to say like like where where it all kind of started with with the, the, the hatred. Right. Because because that's like a big factor to this. Like he was he, he was kind of the whipping boy for from the start. And I think that's because he got rushed in to a certain extent. Right. Yes, uh, more than a certain extent. That's exactly what happened. And I just, I just never understood. Like I said, this was a good litmus test for kind of like I, I, I don't really want to speak about hockey with this person because they, they don't know what they're talking about. The complaints were, were, were really weird and kind of like that. The, there's like the guy who had the he clipped bad Josh Bailey moments on Twitter, and and and, and beyond strangers, like you know, their friends who were just like, oh yeah, that guy stinks. And it's like, well, why? Why do you think that? Um, but yeah, I guess it was. I guess it was mostly eye tests with those guys. And I don't know. It, it, it's it's baffling because uh, he made some of the most beautiful passes of his kind of like. It was it, it was a frustrating thing, right? Because some, the the passes were and and it was very specifically kind of like. He always got rid of the puck. Never really the the shooting was never kind of the thing. You always wanted him to shoot a little bit more, and and he had these ideas in his head, or he could see kind of the play develop. And it was it was one of those split second things where it's one second away from an absolutely beautiful play or a fucking like people people kind of throw their hands up. And I guess you kind of had to play or grow up playing to kind of understand where he was coming from, and just like beyond that aspect of his of his game, just like how solid of a player he was how how many different roles he had um yeah i'm going to i'm going to miss him and and he was he was always someone that you counted on with like i know that it was a little frustrating when they played him on the first line but but i kind of think anywhere else in the lineup it was a kind of solid all right that this this line could cook to a certain extent right um i don't know i'm going to miss him and i i obviously understand it's time to move on 
I'm curious. Do, do you know what his stat line was last year? Mm. Because, it's, again, it's one of those things where – It was his worst since his rookie year, apparently. Right. I, I don't remember him being an absolute albatross, you know? I mean, this year, I, I felt like this year – There were he, moments. He was – I mean, this the thing The thing is with, with Bailey is that, like – Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to pull points up his, in 64 games. Yeah. All right. You could see, you could see kind of the, this the year, the, the wheels came up fast. The wheels came off. He's a guy that's, that's interesting because he is a, yeah. you know, it really is a bell curve type thing where he had, he was a late in, in context of how long he was with the team. He was a late bloomer. Yeah. But when you factor in that, he should have probably spent two whole years not being in the NHL that he spent in the NHL, that's a massive, massive uh, impediment. I, I think he ultimately turned out to be the player he always was going to be. Um, right. It's just that, that you got to see it maybe took him an extra year to get there. Um, this is this is this is what it, I'm, I'm looking at his season by season kind of breaking down the the stats and and. It, it, it you're right it, where it's like he was a late bloomer in context of like yes he was playing but it's it, clearly there's a there's a point where it gets turned on and that is 2016 2017 where basically first one two three four five six seven eight years so you know putting him at around 25 26 he's hovering around 40 points at best, you know, 38, 41. There's a couple of lower ones. But then there's this this run uh, kind of right up until this year where it's like 56 points in 82 games. Great. 50, 50 point forward, that's uh, obviously 43 assists. That's that's great. 71 points in 17-18. That team, that team was very, very interesting. Um, 56 points. Uh, 43 points in 68 games, 35, but it was a shortened season, 54 games, 44 and 74. And then, you know, here's the, and that was a step back to a certain extent as well, but still 30 assists, you know? Yeah. And now, you know, 25 points in 64 games. It's like, you know, it's not like a single digit point year, but I obviously understand there's, there's more context than just the points that he put up. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean by late bloomer. Um, but even then, you saw it. You saw the tools that he had, and you. There was just. I feel like there was a consensus among people who look at hockey the way that I do, and and watch it the way that I do, and we do, I should say, and uh, always knowing that there was something there, and that he was a good player. It goes right, right, right back to the fucking Shifley, Shifley yeah. thing, right? The that behind. Shifley the talking scenes. about how sick he is. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, that was like the validation. I love that. Like, you know, uh, uh, I, I had this like uh, there's that Suspiria remake 2018. And uh, I watched it with my friends and they were like, uh, oh, this this thing sucks. This thing. Fire. And I was like, I really like that. And then this YouTube channel that they watched, they posted this and they're like, oh, this I think this is better than the original Suspiria. And I was like, this is this is incredible validation. And that right there was kind of the equivalent of just like, see what I mean? Do, do you see Mark yeah. Shifley? Name dropping him was like a kind of gotcha for those fucking idiots. It go felt, ahead, you it you go. It's like yeah, I mean, so it's like it's one of those things where, like, when I'm looking at the stat line here, it's it it. I remember the first moment that he started to come on was like the 2012-13 shortened season where he was like out mm-hmm. he was out injured for for consider. I think it was the only time he was ever like injured for a considerable time. I forget for, with what, 
but he comes back. And part of why they made that, they made the playoffs that year for three reasons. One was Tavares, like really kind of just establishing that he like is, that was probably in that window of time where he was a top five player, you know, that like five or six year run. Um, Mm -hmm. And then it's Nabokov's last like, you know, uh, moment to shine. And it was the second line. When Bailey got back from from injury, they put together, uh, you know, the guys that grew up together. They put it, it was Oposo, Bailey, and uh, and Nielsen, and and they looked great. And in that playoff run, like in that playoff series against the Penguins, is the first time. And this is one of the games that we'll we'll have on our our watch along. Is uh, they they put Bailey with Tavares in that playoff series and. Once they did that, Tavares started scoring in that series. Um, yep. So, yep, I remember. I, I I very distinctly remember that, and that kind of like there was a there was kind of a, a a consensus among like the national guys that were covering those games. I was hmm. like, Tavares kind of has to get going, right? Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. And and you know, and then so after that, like after that year, he uh, he has. No goal, like he he has eight goals, which is horrible, but he has 30 assists. And, you know, like assists as the kind of benchmark here. Following year, he misses 12 games, but he's goes 15 and 26. That's the first time they have the Bailey Lee uh, connection there with uh, mm-hmm. with Tavares. And like, you know, 15-16, shit year for him. 15-16 is a down year for all the Islanders. If you look at their stat line, that was a weird ass. Was season. that the year that Tavares got injured? No, no, that's sixteen, seventeen at the very end. Uh, sure, 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 yeah. sure. Right, right, right. But but fifteen, sixteen is the, is the first year at Barclays, and that was the year where like it was oh, just so, was it's weird. it's a weird year because they they're they're an hundred point team, yet they're the opposite. I mentioned it on the Weird Islanders episode on Shane Prince, old friend, friend of the pod, enemy of the pod. Um, <laughs> but like everybody, the Islanders went from being this like four man attack every single rush the previous season to a just like dump and chase team the fall the first year at Barclays weird energy but yeah then to your point after that from then until basically and I would say the the last trots year you you notice kind of a bit of a a bit of a fall off from Josh but uh you know that that fire year the but like from 1617 to to the uh 2021 playoffs you know he is just uh make some of the biggest make some of the biggest passes because he's made you know obviously most of what he does is assists. there's a lot of great assists but big assists in big moments in that in that time period in, in the trots years and it's just it's couple one of those big goals too couple big goals game one to the island it, it's it's one of those things where josh bailey is like yep. he's 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 living lore you know what i mean like to yeah. me this is a guy that was drafted and let me let me make sure I don't have the dates wrong. But was Ted Nolan still coach when the Islanders drafted? Like, was he still officially coach of the Islanders when when Josh Bailey is a uh... bit of a blur? But I think he is. Let me see. Ted Nolan fired. There's, unfortunately, he's been fired a couple times. So I have to, spec- <laughs> I have to specify Islanders. Uh. September 14th, 2009. Wait, that was before that because he was fired. July 14th, 2008. So it's after 
so Ted Nolan technically was coach. So, so within weeks of, of him being drafted and I remember it cause I was at the cure at MSG that night. Um, great show, great pick, uh, uh, as well. Um, but, uh, so if you, like you think about it, guys that were under the employ of the Islanders from, from point of draft, the battery when the Islanders are the, the front office battery or uh, front office to bench connection is when he is hired or when he's drafted, Ted Nolan is still the coach of the Islanders and Garth Snow's GM. And then we have Scott Gordon. We have Jack Capuano. We have Doug Waite. We then have Lou and uh, we, we have Lou and Trotz. And then we have Lou and Lane. That is like that is the the eras of Islander history that he that he played yeah. through, and it's one of those things where it's like you know I I, I feel like the people that the, and to be clear, yeah he he made some he had some fucking god awful passes, uh, and there were you know he wasn't a physical guy. I, I tend to feel like sometimes he's a guy that I wonder. He's very much to your point about eye tests. He's a guy that that uh you know he basically i would say in his prime was essentially a a great second line playmaker like that yeah. that that's him in his prime so like starting from there that that's a guy when not physical not doing much anytime you don't connect on a pass is not good but it's one of those things where like the people the the amount of over complaining is is just was just fucking insane and and you know you'll hear people talk about expectations there was no there's no expectations there's no exceptional play like there's no exceptional player status thing with Josh Bailey but the only expectations you had for Josh Bailey come from you being an idiot because and- this is a guy you did not know before he was drafted to the team they traded back twice they traded back twice going down four spots to ga- gain draft capital because the name of the game that draft was to get NHLers, get solid players because they didn't love what, what was there starting at number five. So they they dropped back. And, and 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 honestly, so I'm looking at this list, right? I'm looking at this list. So so they were supposed to pick at five, you said, right? Yep. Here's here's one through four. They're out of your out of your control. Steven Samkos, Drew Doughty, Zach Bogusen, and uh Petrangelo. So you you don't you don't have the option. So between that and where Bailey gets picked, Luke Shan, fine. Uh Nikita Filatov, Colin Wilson, uh Mikhail Bodker. Then Josh Bailey gets picked. And then and then everyone you know, he the obvious the 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 one that that people will kind of hammer is uh Eric Carlson gets picked at 15. You know, there's a couple of obviously like, you know, 14, Jordan people, Eberle, 14 people passed there. Right. Uh, Jordan Eberle gets picked at 22. Um, someone who becomes an Islander regardless, they trade uh, uh, a bust for him. Um, and then John Carlson at, at 27. But everyone else and even beyond, yeah, uh, yeah Roman Yossi at, at 38. That, when you get into the second, third round shit, that's the like, all right, you know, take it easy. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, just looking at kind of what they had, uh, and what they were going off of, you know, um, I, I don't know what, what, what people, I, obviously I guess you want, you want Eric Carlson, but again, 
you know, I th- 14 I th- teams. I think people, I, I think Bailey was, was uh, an easy scapegoat for me. He's just a goat. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I, I, you know, I am so it's, it's cool. It's gratifying having been a fan of his, um, that, that he got to see that, that he got to see the, the team basically stabilize. He was a guy that came into OG NASA Coliseum. Uh, he's a guy that played during the Kansas city chance, uh, like losing mm-hmm. to the Rangers at home and, and the arena, being uh, more Ranger fans than Islander fans chanting Kansas City. He played in games like that, and he also uh-huh. got to, you know, win, win, get the overtime winner that first game against the Penguins uh, with Trots. You know, he got to, he got to be part of game, that game six against the Lightning. You know, he got to, he, got to, he was on the ice for that one. He, 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 he's forechecking and, and it makes Blake Coleman, uh, just cough the puck to to Beauvillier. You know he got to experience it all, and I am just glad a guy that that was as maligned as he was that was legitimately on the trading block, um, multiple times before he put it together. Uh, to have experienced everything that he did, uh, with this team, never complained about shit. Uh, was fucking awesome. You know it. It. I'm. I'm. I'm really grateful. And and you know I it'd be nice it'd be nice if he if he played somewhere just to see, just to see him. I bet he will. I bet he just will. Just to see him try. But part of me wonders if he retired, if he would just take an office. If he, I feel like feelings are, are probably pretty raw with the organization right now, understandably so. But if he if he really is trying to live on Long Island, as he said in his like exit interviews after he's done playing, I don't know why you wouldn't. Yeah. Being a being a rich guy, uh being a, a rich guy, Long Island's a pretty nice place to live. Yeah, yeah. Um, I uh yeah. But but I think I think it's uh it's it's so it was so weird though. I, last episode we talked about how where are you gonna be when it happens? And sure enough, Pete was the one that posted the tweet on yeah. uh on our uh in the chat and it was just like one of those things where it's like, huh. Wow. And if he never played, like, it feels like the fact that, that they, that Chicago then bought him out. Yeah. Makes it feel like weirder because there's still like no like guarantee that, that, that you'll see him on the ice again. And uh, it, I'd like to think we'll get into moments in the, in the errors pod. uh, Yeah. But, but I'd like to think that if that was the end for him, I'm, it's kind of nice. Like personally, I'm glad I got to see his last game, uh, which was that the, the game against the Canadians. Yeah. And the yeah. fact yeah. the fact that they clinched that was a good game. The, the fact that he got to be in the arena for the first clinch in the new arena, like this is stable. It has stable. The, the organization has stabilized. The organization that was so unstable that his little his little skinny ass played like. Immediately, think about how rare it is for guys to play first seat, first year. Period. Like usually, the number one pick plays. Sometimes this past year, the number one pick barely played. Um, you're lucky if you know picks that. You're lucky if uh, you know all five of picks one through five. It's it'd be astonishing if all five of picks one through five in any draft played 
that next year in the NHL, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And the fact that he, like, you know, because they were that bad, which then I wouldn't be surprised if that's also factored into the late blooming when you are setting up Rob Shrimp and uh, and John Sim. No disrespect to either. John Sim, Jesse Yoensu, like you said before, Blake Como. Blake Como legitimately one of the better wingers he got to play with the first four years of playing with this team. 100%. Yeah. So, you know, that kind of says a lot. And the fact, so that instability that made Josh Bailey such a clearly rushed player coming to an end, like, and him getting to, to, for one game, and it was like he'd been scratched so much. I, I imagine part of it was like, look, if this is, we probably know this is the end. It's not like Simon Holmstrom knows like what a goal line looks like. So like we might as well <laughs> go with someone that's played in big moments. And all Bailey really did, he made a couple of nice passes in that game. But I remember there's a play, and maybe maybe we'll tack this on to Eras. But like it's there's a a play where he's a couple minutes left in the game where he's just holding the puck behind the net in in the in the Habs zone and killing like. 12 seconds, 15 yeah. seconds. And it there, there was just kind of this feeling of like, yeah, if they, you know, if they hold this game and win, I, I'm not, I still don't think they're going to put him into the playoffs. And like, this could be the, the last <laughs> yeah. thing. And it was kind of like, it was kind of nice. Like, all right, just do like, this is what's left. This is what this game's about. This is what this, this moment calls for. Let me, let me at least do, do this. And like, that was kind of, that was a nice, nice moment. I, I know you don't uh you like me don't like to dwell. We're not uh Trot should have played Wallstrom people. Um Fucking but do morons. you do do you uh have any in the back of your head kinda even if the game ends in regulation and the hurricanes win, do you have any uh like they should have should have pushed him out for uh for that last game? No feelings. Just, no, just just because speed was such a concern yeah, for the team. And, and and that's just not there. If anything, Bailey looked fast in his last game because everybody was exhausted. Everybody that had been playing had been playing every single game down the stretch, and he had been resting for about a month almost. So so he yeah. had he had legs, you know. Like and, I, and I, I'm not saying that the Islanders would, you know. I, I'm I'm I, I'm I had I just had this thought where I was like, they should have just. I think they should have just thrown him into that lineup. Um, yeah, maybe I don't know, but I. But, uh, but again, it's just it's it's a passing thought. It's a passing thought, and and uh, goodbye, goodbye, my friend. We 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 will talk fondly of you this summer and forever, but we must move we on. We should do the uh, we should do the fast seven uh, ending. Dun, 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 dun. Yes, yes. <laughs> so we we could probably get Christian on that. Um, but uh yeah man uh yeah so so we'll 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 talk plenty of Josh upcoming um this this will always be a Josh Bailey podcast and before and as as we move on to current ongoings let me just it is 3:38 p.m. eastern yeah, standard yeah, time yeah, on let's friday see what's going on. let's just see if any conversation about anybody that may or may not be joining the islanders has been uh has any development because okay. We're really hoping that we get a breaking story on the pod. Mid pod. Nope. That would be Mid-pod, fun. Mid pod. Nothing's happened. So we're going to move on to players that are on the team right now. 
and Lou yep. Lou made a point, you know, uh, as Twitter was down and everyone was was freaking out. Really embarrassing for all the insiders out there. Um, really, re- it was uh, it was very very two thousand eight free agency uh, <laughs> two thousand seven free agency vibes of trying to see who who signed who with Twitter down. Um, but but Lou announcing uh, four signings. Uh, yeah. Was four re-signings was was quite was was quite good. Uh, Sorokin at eight by eight, uh, Varlamov uh, at four by two point seven, I, I believe. Yeah, two point seven five. Uh, Scott Mayfield, your friend. Um, that's right. By uh, Scott Mayfield, three point five seven by, by three point five. Seven. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go. And Pierre Engvall three by seven. Uh, we we have ten minutes left in this before the the Zoom closes. So let's just start with Sorokin. Uh, maybe, maybe we do the easy one, Sorokin, before the other ones. Yeah, slam dunk. Uh, I, I if you complain about this contract, uh, get a life. Get a life. Moron. Um, moron. Yeah, I mean, moron alert. Moron alert. Moron alert. And save save it. Save like honestly, if you want to complain about this contract, you know, fucking save it. Save it for. You, when you think it's gonna blow up, and I don't know, it doesn't make sense to me. It's whatever. Don't care. We shouldn't even. We shouldn't even address these people. Um, great, love it. And honestly, to to kind of you know tack tack the the other goaltender onto it feels feels like a little bit of a combo deal, huh? Um. Yeah. Yeah. So what? Eight. It was it was eight point two five eight eight point two five plus two point seven five is yeah. eleven million dollars, which is it is money i mean it, it's probably more than a lot of teams devote but it's also like well the islanders were, were already going to be starting the fact that the fact that sorokin took 8.25 he could have gotten more with as, as we were saying with pete last episode you know um milstein could have could have asked for a lot more in context in context of hype in context of accomplishment and the context of, of uh, well, and, and in context of team context, like the yeah. Islanders are, the Islanders losing Sorokin, they kind of lose their identity, um, just because he, he, they 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 are so your ability to um, accept the the offensive output of their entire team becomes that much more difficult to understand how you'd win any fucking games. Cause I, I think, I think the, it's not like the, the Islanders aren't a bad team. I think, I think they're underrated um, in, in some respects as far as their, yeah. their offensive capabilities, but it doesn't change the fact I, I'm still not saying it's great. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's, it's probably average for the most part. And it's, it's helped immensely by Sorokin and uh, you know, so 8.25 plus two, 2.75, 11 million, Considering the cap's going to be going up, and like yes, you can say Aiden Hill, Aiden Hill, Aiden Hill. Okay, are you sure that there's there, that that Aiden Hill is going to be looking like a six million dollar goalie by the end of October next yeah. season? You, you think by January you're still gonna you're going to be sure that that Aiden Hill for for five million, six million isn't going to be appalling? Isn't going to isn't going to yeah. be horrified? Like, are you sure about that? So if the difference of two, like. Yes, you can, you can, you can, you can build a team many ways. Okay. These people that are, 
there is logic to saying I'm not, I, I don't think I should spend 10. I don't, I don't think you should send, spend 10 million on a goalie. I just don't. If they did, I would have been like, well, they were, they had, they, they had to, but this, who, who knows where they're going to get money for anything else. Right. Doesn't, doesn't change the fact that like these people that think you can just find a goalie. Well, guess what? The just find a goalie caliber goalie is Cam Talbot. And guess how, guess, guess what that guy's life has been the past four <laughs> years. It's oh, been yeah, suitcase. Yeah. It's been suit. He's been the king of suitcase style. And, and it's one of those things where like, I, yes, you can, you can luck into not having to spend, get making a depth acquisition for a goalie, but that's not part of that luck is also having the decor that Vegas has and yeah, what, and, and having the uh, having the forward the, and and the forward depth that that Vegas has, and, and I mean it, not to mention not to mention the guy played out of his mind for a playoff, uh, and part of a playoff right because technically he didn't play the entire playoff, uh, and and uh, there's there's more than one instance of a goalie who absolutely gets hot during and around playoffs and capitalizes on you know a contract year. Uh, good for him. Good for them. Uh, I hope it doesn't work out, but, uh, good for them. Yeah. But, but, but for, you know. yeah. And for Sorokin. In what world was you going to, were you going to get Sorokin for five mil? It's, where's, it, where, where's Aiden Hills? Where's the comparable, right? Aiden Hill didn't put up Sorokin's. He didn't, he didn't have Sorokin's regular season, right? He didn't have the same proof of concept. So it's, it's an interesting bet, honestly, for if they think that this guy is like the real deal, it's a bet for both of them, really, right? Yeah, you know. And with with Sorokin, it's it's you know, so that is one way that you can build a team. But that team was a, was able to choose building that way in part because they they have a deep team that they um, some of it was inherited from the draft, and then other of uh, other parts of it was by super aggressive wheeling and dealing. And I guess you could argue, oh, well, Lou should do that. Okay, well, but do you see why that's unique? Like like Vegas is a, is a very unique situation in totality and how it came to be and yep. in, in the, in the um, general manager style. So you, there's a lot of ways to build your team when you have a goalie as good as Ilya Sorokin and he wants to stay with your team and he's taking less money than he could have made on the open market to stay there. Do I have to explain things to you? I don't know. What, I don't know like what what we're talking about here. But obviously, you lock that guy up, and and you roll with it. Like this is the best goalie that we probably will ever see wear an Islander jersey, at least for thirty yeah, for years. For a while. I mean, who knows? Yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows? Like twenty. Uh, like, if if you told me that this is the and, best guy, but yeah. yes. But if you told me this is the best guy, they'll have. For 20, 30 years, I I believe you if you told me that. Yeah, and and because He's of really that, good, you stick, you 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 keep him, and also if anything that you, that you brought Varley in, I imagine for the people that want to hyper fixate on the overtime goals in the playoffs, again, if we want to do, if you want to, you know, itemize the the complaints, um, the fast one was a complete left. East to west, west to east pass immediately shot, um, one times like cross body, 
And the other one was, yeah, one of those freak goals where like it was going wide and it hits his far skate, not the close skate, and goes in. I think both of those things, part of it is, you know, horrible giveaways preceded both and missed calls, but also big missed call on my and my friend. This ties into this ties into Varlamov. I think four years if he's able to get to, to, to age thirty nine. Cool. Like I said, I think the Adams are trying to win in three, and I'll get into that with the next contracts that we talk about. But, you know, I think that you're going to see a let's have a guy ready. If if we're letting our guy uh, have to play over his head and make, like, seven goals saved above expected in a game, like like two weeks in a row, maybe we give two nights off rather right. than one, one night off. And, we, and, and still keep it going regardless of how the team is playing or the goal. Like just because I think the nature, like I said, last episode of how good scorers have gotten shooters have gotten, I think goalies are, it's a harder, you're not doing the 70, even doing 60, some, even when there's a six in the games started, that can kind of be a lot depending on the style of game you play. I fucking like Varlamov too, man. I really do. And I, I I like him as a, every, every goalie is going to have their bad games. But um, I like the tandem. I think it's really strong. And it's one of those things where you see kind of pundits and uh, like fucking the chicklets clip talking about how the Islanders are going to get relegated. And, you know, uh, I think that it's one of those things where you're going to look at those same people say, well, we didn't take account the goaltending. You know what I mean? Like they're going to they're going to say that in, you know, however many months. Um all right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's. Uh, yeah. No, it's that. That's Christopher Nolan, not Roman Polanski. I don't know. I just. I. I, <laughs> I, I when I assume when I, I see something's directed, I just want to make sure. You, you know. I want to ask. I. I, sure. I, I want to ask to find out before. I have three. I have three questions. Uh, <laughs> is it Polanski? Uh, Woody Allen? Is Kevin Spacey in it? All right, we're good. I'll watch. I'll watch. Um, yeah. Anyway, those are the only three perverts in Hollywood. Um, yeah, everyone else, everyone so, else knows it's squeaky clean out there. <laughs> so, um, so, so, I, I, I think we've said our piece about goaltending. I think that will uh, probably continue to um, ring the same bell uh, mm-hmm. throughout the next handful of years. Um, Kind of insane to think about us. How old are you right now, Desmond? Uh, I'm 34, allegedly. You're 34. You're 34. Okay, so mm-hmm. I'm 30. And I thought about, I'm like, am I going to be doing this Islanders podcast in five years when I'm 35? And you yeah. will be doing it 100%. But Me? the idea oh, that... God. Well, yeah, 100%. But I like the idea that we continue on, that we that we keep going. And in five years, you're almost 40. I That's know. That's awesome. It's That's not. Awesome. It's not. It's not. It really is not. Uh, well, it doesn't doesn't matter for guys like us who will live I'm to start, be. I'm start. I'm hitting my stride now, and it feels good, and I, I, I'm unapologetically happy about it. But it's awesome. At the same time, uh, I like I feel it after a set. Like I not, not like not oh I feel it. You know Zach Parise staring into the abyss. But like it's one <laughs> of those things where it's like, oh yeah, sitting in a van for for five hour drives is is not. Not we the had fun. the last tour that we did was with between the buried me and Haken and between the buried me are all like 
one of them one one of the guys is forty four, and after every other set, he was like, yeah, "I think that's it for me, man. I think I'm going deaf. I think that uh, <laughs> this might be one of the last shows I ever play." Like he just. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Oh man, that's. That's funny. One last thing on goalie, and then we'll we'll bring it back to the yeah. rest of the thing that we have to do in a limited amount of time. Uh, is uh, like when I realized that I wanted to stop playing like goalie actively. It was just like I had a moment where it's had like three or four straight bad games as a goalie, which is difficult, which is rough. Yeah. And it was just like, oh yeah, I think I'm not good at this anymore. Like I think I'm not good at keeping at, at doing all of what this is i don't think i can keep up with like i i, I couldn't keep up to my men's league uh like uh status of just like uh this game is really fast i have to constantly think about all of the things at all times uh i have to think about how i have to envision how my body is in relation to all you know this this very specific part of the rink that i'm being deliberately moved <laughs> all around to open up yeah. space uh and and um but also and i'm not getting money out of it um i'm actually <laughs> right, you're paying, paying money, money and time <laughs> paying money and time and and like yeah, i think i'm just not gonna do this uh but non-goalies i only signed some non-goalies uh two two of them actually on that day do, do do both of these contracts kind of fit under the same umbrella for you or are you kind of one and then the other feeling about them there's there's some there's some similarities and there's some distinctions and I think there's it's like a Venn diagram thing and I think there's a similar like I think there's also shared um, connection with the Varley deal which to me this is this was Lou making signings for a specific window of time with with a specific window uh, of of time in mind a three to four three years three, three to four year window of time that I think he has in mind that that and and these are three like those are three pieces that yes uh the islanders you could say the islanders should should have just prioritized upward in the chain um rather than get these guys but i think in in all cases i think you know okay but if you don't fill them you still have those holes to to fill and then if you just have to scramble to fill them in training camp or something like that, that's where you end up with hoping that a Zidane Chara, you know, still has something in the tank or, you yeah. know, that, that you hope that Curtis McElhaney, uh <laughs> is able to like be a, a, uh, a backup, a, a, like a comp, a, a backup goalie that you can trust in a game that you need him to deliver on. And like, yeah. uh, I think that, so I think that there's like, he signed these now to fill these specific kind of roles of, of you know, backup goalie, uh, like stay at home, penalty kill, uh, like final minute of a game defenseman. And uh, and kind of like uh, Swedish army knight, so to speak, of of a of a forward, like a, a guy, a. Uh, even though we've seen that he is uh, really only shares height with this player, kind of a Nikolai Kulamin type in that you can put him anywhere in a lineup. Sure. You could put Engvall Two anywhere in a lineup. Yeah, yeah. Two through four, and if you absolutely need it on one, if you have actual, like if you have Barzal and Horvat going, 
and whoever the 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 left winger, the typical left winger there is out um one to two weeks, like you can you could throw him up there if you didn't have a better fit. Like the second line is is buzzing and you know you you wanna don't want to break that up type type thing. Like I see that that as the logic to all these, but that's not that's not to say that I am uh of equal spirit of both. I think I think you want to go contract by contract? I mean, sure. I mean, well, I, I we we kind of did we did the goalies, right? So those let's let's the put a kid. check mark next to both of those. But I mean, I don't have much to say about Scott Mayfield other than like I'm happy that he's back with the team. He's a he's a known commodity. Mm-hmm. Um and I understand that in 6 years is but but this is my whole thing, right? In six years, the contract's going to look bad. Is he going to be an Islander in six years? Is Lou Lamorell going to be alive in six years? I hope. I hope so. Oh, would be nice. Yeah. So um, I can run into him in real life and say, want to come on the podcast? He might. You know, you, we never know. We, would, we, we can't tell the future. But, 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 yeah, as far as Scott Mayfield goes, there's been a lot of big moments. And, you know, there's blunders too, but, like, there's none that stick out in my mind so much that fucking like kill me. But there is a couple moments. The 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 most the most famous being the the tie the tying goal in that, that game six against the Lightning, where I was watching with a couple buddies, Scott being one of them, and uh, and Jamie, and uh, they they celebrated, and the puck went in so quickly that I I had to stop tell them to stop celebrating, even though it was a goal on the ice. Everyone was I said stop. I need to make sure that went in. You need to stop celebrating right now. And then when I saw definitively, that's a guy. I was like, um, no, but I mean, um, right now, right now, I'm, try, I'm trying to find in the chat because right, right when after he scored that, you, uh, I guess after you, you knew it was a goal is when you did the voice message into the chat where you yelled at me, "That's my friend. That's my friend, Desmond. That's my friend." If I can <laughs> find it, I'll, I'll, I'll put it in here. Yeah, I've, I've been a, I've, I've kind of been a Scott Mayfield guy. Um, he's, he, he is what he is. He's a, he's a, on a good team, a third pairing D and there are people that, that, that we know that say that on a good team, he doesn't play for them. Uh, I think it's fucking insane. I really do. Uh, he's, he's got good. I, I know, you know, I like his long reach. I like his physicality. And I think that he's a guy that you want in the playoffs. Um, and, and, and again, I can't stress this part enough. Like I said, known commodity, uh, I like that he's back. Uh, I like that so many of these guys are back. And the team, the team looks different, by the way. It's not bringing everyone back. Um, yeah, it's not completely running it back. And 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 I think that he's a piece today. I I, I really like him. I like Scott Mayfield. Go I, ahead, my, my, I mean, for me, the, the only thing is that, like, I, as, as annoyed as I've been at him, and I, I do think – giving money for guys that don't put up a lot of points. And I know points aren't everything, but like considering that you already have Romanov locked up, unless you think he is going to blossom into like a 30 point guy like that, that, and you assume like, I'm wondering what is, I think, I feel like there's a bit of a redundancy with having Mayfield and and Romanov. Cause I, I, in my head, I see them both. I think Romanov has a higher ceiling, probably. But with that in mind, oh, so you're going yeah. so to be spending more. 
you're going to be spending more than that on on that like that's part of why in the in the long view of, of the aisles blue line i've had a little bit of concern about about that um and and uh that's just something that is hard in context of when we talk about money for guys who were trying to get to come here which we'll get to in the next section i i sometimes just kind of have that oh couldn't you just couldn't you just try to find a luke shen or zach bogosian type vet i get it i i do for like one five you know or or like to to do that for like one five or two and 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 that's that's another one and a half to two mil that you have to work with and not seven years because it's man, Scott Scott Mayfield. When when do you, when are you expecting to go? Oh boy, mode. I imagine there's going to be there's well. Here's here's the thing. I know that these the the contracts add up in terms of that, but you go. Oh boy, there's going to be moments during all seven of these seasons, provided he plays all seven, that you're going to go. Oh boy, that's just the nature of. I don't think defense. he's getting. I don't think he's getting through all seven. To be honest with you. Maybe not, maybe not. Um, but even probably not. But I'm not gonna dis. You know, you you never know. Yeah. Um, he he's also he he does stay pretty healthy, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's so hard for me to say because uh, I I assume about halfway through you probably you probably have a little bit of man. Can we get can we get someone else in there? Thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. At which point. I don't I don't know what I I I think that the other thing is that I that I keep going back to is it's not my job to figure out what to do when that point hits. And I know that like this is a something that we like to do where it's like we like hockey a little bit more than the average person who just sits and watches. You know, we we, we like to talk about it. We like to I'm not quite at the uh, tinkering cap friendly I, I, mm-hmm. I like watching and watching uh, systems and the way that that plays. Of it. I, I'm not I'm, I'm a little bit more on the on that side and, and reacting to the actual play than I kind of am uh, sitting and parsing out, uh, you know, how how you fit all of these guys under a cap and, and what kind of yeah. tinkering you have to do. Um, but, you know, I, I, I understand why people do it. It's fun. It's like playing with a little you're playing. It's, it's like playing a little game. It's a puzzle. Um, it's a it's a puzzle game. I I, I like yeah. that that aspect of it. So, but it's it's one of those things where it's like, but yeah, it's not my job. That's why I'm just like, oh, I don't. And, you know, and I'll also say oh, this: What am I going to do? Be mad about it? It's, as, it's not going to nullify the contract. I don't know. As someone that wasn't was frankly hoping they they wouldn't get Scott Mayfield just so that they would have that money to to fill like to to make a a bigger splash definitively by now and then be like, okay, we're paying you top four defensemen some pretty good money, um, like deliver and, and, uh, you know, and, and get more of a splash um, for, for upfront as, as a guy that's frustrated uh, on some level by the existence of Scott Mayfield on the New York Islanders. I can also say that the existence of Scott Mayfield on the Islanders has uh, a, has a stability to it. It has, it has a, uh, it has a predictability to it, and the fact is that you know you know what you're getting with him. And and now that he's here, I see him. I see you know him moving forward as you know 
I, I, I'm not going to assume. I'm very, really curious if, if Lucy Sebastian Ajo is counting as one of his guys because um, he has one year left on his deal. I'm also curious if Sebastian Ajo is willing to stay here uh, if, if he has another solid season for himself. Uh, maybe go somewhere where he knows he won't be eating popcorn for three years straight. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, I will, I will say this about Sebastian Ajo: he played pretty good down the stretch, didn't he? He did, he did. But you know, with with Mayfield, he, he there, stopped falling down so much. I see Mayfield as the guy that, like, for for the foreseeable future, Mayfield on the right side, and the Isles small puck moving second power play unit defenseman on the left yeah. side. It'll be Aho. Maybe maybe next after that it'll be Isaiah George. Uh, I I don't have, but I'm not I'm not writing off Bull Duke, But but after after the stress that that you put me through, in person, <laughs> you know it, it, it's it's a long road back, buddy. Uh, long road back to trust in a big moment. Um, so I'm like curious, I'm curious about that too. It's a long season. We're but, gonna we're gonna see a lot of different. A lot of different little tinkering. So, you know, Scott, that that that's the thing that I'll say. And the fact is he, like, you know, he he's a guy steps up in big moments, you know, just like Bailey. Yeah, one, one, of, one of the guys where it's like, you know, when I think about the Trots runs, there's a lot of Mayfield moments that I think about. A lot of him be, getting into, like, getting into shit with Marshawns, getting into shit yep. with, with Kucherov, just like going to fucking war. He's- with the best He's players one in the of league. Those, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 putting Kucherov down, trying to put Kucherov down when he can. Oh, um, beautiful. Uh, he's he's the, he's one of the sneaky... Uh, if this team... You know, he's one of those guys where you go, if this team wins a cup, do I get a jersey from this guy? You know, he's one of those like... Well, he might that might replace my Uncle Leo uh, uh, parade jersey... Uh, situation yeah little so, cup patch scott mayfield lifting up the cup he'd look good with it i just look like i went um, skiing have a great time um uh you want to do angval handsome pierre seven years is yeah, crazy yeah. he's younger though 20 think- like he's i i do think he'll be an uh, nhl player throughout this contract uh throughout I do those, think those two, years. there's two extra Two extra years tacked on for how handsome he is. Yeah. Well, just because you know it, it's 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 uh yeah. I mean it, it it's a premium. It's a it's it's handsome premium. Yeah. It's a tax. Uh, basically, it's I, a tax. Basically. I I'm uh yeah I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty interested to see how this all goes, and I think that like you know the, the, that's in that interesting kind of like three mil seven years. But you you look at it and you go, I like the way this guy plays. If he's one of those weird Brock Nelson type gets better with age players, uh, could this be could this be like sneaky nice? You, you don't know until you know. And and we've seen a lot less of him uh, on the Islanders, especially. And you know, I don't know about you, but I I very rarely watch the Leafs. I feel like I I put them on once in a while if they're playing like a a a, a good team. So I, I, you know, I, and when he was on that team, I didn't, you know, I noticed him, I heard his name, um, but you know, he's not, he's not someone that I paid too close attention to, but I liked, I liked the way he looked on the Islanders. And I know that like, I think there'll be a, I think that the knock on him is uh, you like the way he looks, but uh, that's all, that's all yeah. that's going to happen. 
I mean, um, it's it's the the production say. the production with the Islanders was the best production rate of his of his career, and he was on and, that sneaky nice line, and and he you know he he paced out his his time with the Islanders paced out at, to twenty goals over you know an eighty two game season, Take so that. so that to me three million if he can be that. Because who knows, you know, and I think I think what Lou is kind of hoping for is that in the event that he doesn't land a, a big fish this season, this specific upcoming season, like and just the beginning of it, that Engvall is a guy that would then come in super hungry and motivated to uh, to to deliver on a second line, like deliver in a second line role because um, he 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 probably if they get to that point, you know, if, if they don't add another top six winger, um, then he'll, he'll be penciled in on that same line, probably, you know, and he'll yeah. probably, he'll probably never have, he's never had that opportunity before. And I don't think he'll have that opportunity again, if he doesn't nail it, assuming he gets that. If they do yeah. land someone, I still see there being a lot of competition in the middle six for him. <laughs> and yeah. I think, I think uh, he he could if this was just about money for him, he easily in my eyes could have. Uh, when you see what 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 contracts uh, Steve Steve Eiserman is giving to uh, JT Comfer, and when you see what what oh, the boy. contracts are being given in in Arizona, I especially Arizona. Like I, I said before, I I thought for sure Engvall was going to take a one or two year deal for stupid money for a team that's going to be shitty and knows it's going to be shitty so that he could like, you know, go off and have like a 60 point season because he's playing next to Connor Bedard or, or uh, Clayton Keller or something like that, you know, type, type situation. Um, Like I, I thought that if it was just money, I think he easily could have done something like that. Uh, I, I think, um, it still is a seven years is a long time, but uh, if you, if you like what you saw and, and I did, it's the $3 million cap hit to your point. It's, it's, it's a very, you know, um, who cares? Not my money kind of thing yeah. on, on some level that that's in that range because like, Again, the Kuhlman bit, like even if he's not scoring or something, I anticipate his puck possession, his own entry, and his own e- defensive zone exits, offensive zone entries were, were like that alone is key. That's a huge part of modern hockey is possession. And and he yeah. seems uh, great at that. And, and he's young enough that like if he just is a – a uh, forty-ish point, middle six, really third line winger. All right, that's uh, you need you need a player like him, and he's not being overpaid for what he does at that point. So yeah, you know he's not gonna he's not gonna forget how to how to play hockey over over the summer. He's clearly a smart player. I think it's a it's a medium ceiling. Um. High high floor type thing to me, relatively high. I agree. Medium I, high floor, yeah, I guess you I'm, say. I'm, 
I'm pretty, I, like I said, I think the word that best describes the Angval contract specifically is I'm pretty interested. Um, Speaking of interested. Any other guys? Yeah. Well, okay. And, and I guess the depth guys, the, the, the Julian Gauthier, and, and this in a way factors into the thing that we've been avoiding talking about, hoping that we would get breaking news. I don't think we have any. Um, let me, I'm going to pull up the Islanders Twitter because that's the only thing I can trust at this point. Um, yeah. hum, bum, 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 bum. Julian Gauthier to a two-year deal uh, and co- forwards Carson Kuhlman and Brian Pino one-year, two-way contracts. Um, I, uh, I, is there someone else missing? A, no, 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 no. I'm just saying those those last two guys are definitely more Bridgeport type situation, um, but uh, Gautier, uh he f- files under interesting to me as well. Fashing alert! Um, the rise of fashing. Uh, you know he. It, I remember. See, I remember what from Ranger fan friends of mine complaining about him as guy that can get breakaways and can't finish, which is very Michael Grabner. Which is really yeah. very, very Claude Lapointe. If we want to bring it to an Isles, well, that also was Isles, but mm-hmm. I kind of dis—I've soft disavowed Michael Grabner because of the whole social media situation he's got going on there. Um, but but Gautier is feels like, um, you know, maybe maybe Cal Clutterbuck's getting sent to the glue factory this summer. Um, I'm yeah, I'm very curious to see what because 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 it's. I I've, I've yet to do the uh, just to like kind of like tinker and see. Like I said, I'm not a not a cat friendly guy, but when everyone's under contract, I like to. All right, here's all the guys. Now let me look at what I think the lines could be. Yeah, that that I'll do. And I've yet to do that because I just don't know what's going to happen with the other situation. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but Gautier seems like a guy that, and again, it's Lou planning to me for the future. It's that like because that's a two year deal, and it, that to me is like okay. If we don't glue factory, uh, glue factory on the rabbit farm, Cal Clutterbuck, go to work. Uh, yeah. You know, if if that um, is not, if that doesn't happen this year, contractually, it's done. It's done after this year. So is Matt Martin. Yeah. The fourth line is going to, is is done. Whether it, it yeah. is already done or it is functionally done by the fact that it's already built in that you're not expecting Cal Clutterbuck to play this season. Like, yeah. like be at, to be an 80, to, to even be a 70 game or 60 game with, with like bringing in a guy of, of Godier's uh, caliber who like, because Godier probably could be a fourth line right wing all season long. Yeah. He, he's even young if, enough even and healthy Martin enough. Sticks. Yeah, I think Martin might stick, and and Clarbuck might get glued. Yeah, yeah, because Martin, and and also because for money for the other thing, um, Ross Ross may finally have to go just because that's an easy one point one to get rid of, and yeah, and it, as a sweetener in a trade, given how you know, G like that's a thing where the way some people are being very casual about like. Oh, just getting a you know backup defenseman, a b- backup goalie, or a oh well, you know you you'll solve your penalty killing defenseman problem later. It's like, 
those are kind of those are those are things game in game out you have to concern yourself with what ross johnson mm-hmm. does is not it's not so because of that if that's something that you have to solve or as needed call up a guy have a guy that's just in bridgeport that you call up just for that game like you do that you develop that you don't yeah. need you don't need 1.1 to ross you never did congrats on on the money man you know and the and the cardio and popcorn that's awesome that's great for you, Ross. But it might be time to go. Yeah. And Martin stays because if I feel it feels like losing Clutterbuck, Johnston, and Martin. I feel like having at least one of those guys as uh, on your you know twenty three man roster. I think is is valuable. I think it's Martin. I think yeah, Martin's the move. Martin's the kind of the middle um, point between those two guys. Not that I not that I fucking hate Ross Johnston. Honestly, you know, like that, when he's when he's on the ice. It's never fucking egregious. And yeah, that epic, always... that the shot of him against the Penguins, like that—that that was one of the the moments they got fired up oh, down the yeah. stretch. Him on, him on top of Malkin, and then challenging like another player. <laughs> like it yeah. was, it was beast mode shit. I I don't hate Ross Johnson, and that matters. That does matter. That's not just oh. cool to us. If you're if you're an Islander and you see Ross doing that, tell me you're not like jazzed out of your fucking you're like you're you're literally ready to go to war the people who i i again like you know people who don't value that stuff just have never played competitive sports in their life and that's fine you don't have to play competitive sports to understand or like a sport but i think that like the combination of needing to be smarter than everyone in the room plus never having played a competitive sport uh that that combination makes the kind of like well i don't think locker room presence has anything to do with uh winning hockey teams actually it's you know it, it it's fucking annoying it really is um but whatever yeah uh uh if he goes he goes uh but uh you know i i like him um and I, like I like we were saying, I I think Matt Martin stays, and I think that he's uh, an important part of the you know. So, but that the, that the, was the, the chemistry there. Yeah. That's that that's kind of a sign of like that's that's a changing of the guard. Uh, you know, something that's interesting with that in mind, because part of why I, I one of the many reasons I thought Scott Mayfield was a goner, Islanders made some pretty good NCAA defensemen signings down the down the stretch i remember don't remember the guy's names but i remember but i remember seeing that and thinking because i remember one of them pete was like had said that he'd heard of like he'd heard good things about so i remember thinking huh that's interesting right maybe well i at first i thought mayfield but but maybe Maybe someone else is not as as safe as we think, and we don't, who knows who knows. Yeah, but but, yeah. Ma- but maybe it's just insurance in the event that we need to take something out that is is currently a given, you know. Uh, and there's less spots with defense, so you kind of you kind of need to really prepare for anything um, there, and uh, which is nice, you know, for all the talk about Lou, same old Lou. One, the roster has changed a lot in the past oh, yeah. twelve to twenty four months. And and I think if you actually look at the details here, it does seem like maybe some, you know, insulation and 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 forward thinking has has been created, has been put together, um, which gets us to movement, player movement, particularly some guy who's not yet responded to my tweet, 
we're, we're, we're <laughs> he's afraid he's it, well hopefully he's not afraid of the heat because uh, if he chooses wrong here he's going to hell uh alex to uh you know the 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 mighty mouse himself is has been throwing his weight around trying to get get out of ottawa solidarity as always to senators fans as even though you know yep. reminder we are better um and remember that always um but solidarity but, also. but yes yeah, yeah, yeah. um, um yeah know, man he, he wants I, out uh... he wants out and and you know i mentioned on the pod as just mentioning that he wanted out but also mentioning the islanders weren't on his five-man trade of his five-team trade list it was like all right would be a great fit but they're not on the list. So I didn't yeah. think about it. Yeah. Then, then we see tweets, um, including from Andrew gross, which, which felt like, okay, there's enough smoke here that gross is willing to, you know, mention it, put popcorn down and mention it. It's verified <laughs> enough. Um, that, that, um, Islanders have been talking about sending JG Pajot to Ottawa in, uh, for Debrinkat. Um, obviously the Islanders probably adding more, probably trying to add more money um, there as well. Cause they need to make the money work. They currently, they currently don't even have the 1.1 1. 1 for, for Wally's uh, qualifying offer. And Debrinkat is reportedly wanting like hurdle hurdle at, uh, no, uh, Meyer esque money, right? Like he wants 8.8 8 or, or something like that. Right. right, 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 right. Or, or eight. I, it, 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 we, I think eight numbers with eights in them have been involved, which. Right. Given some, you know, um, social media far right situations, the kind of troubling use of the numbers there, um, uh, which maybe if he doesn't sign with the Islanders, remember that. Remember the numbers that he chose. <laughs> Just saying. But if he if he signed with the Islanders, it's it's different. Um, it's a different thing. It is different. It's actually different. We, yeah. But we don't have the time. We're in limited time, so we can't explain why it's different. But but, you know, to bring cat. Um, and, and that was just like, oh, okay, this must be real because one, there's a fit Two, you had heard that the talks with Detroit had broken down and that, that had long been stated as, as, as his number one place. Yeah. And it was like, and they're mentioning a player, which leads me to believe like, okay, th there must be more paperwork, like whatever the official communications that happen must be more official, like that a player has has come out and i an active islander player is involved in a trade rumor that that feels pretty rare under under lou and we we talk ourselves into it and now you know the last probably 48 hours it is 423 let me see if any but anything has happened yet. i'm looking that's why i've been so quiet I've, i'm i'm I'll, looking. I'll talk I'll, I'll 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 as of now the past, it's I would nothing. say, I would nothing say the last yet. two days, it, it it started to slide. Most of this week, it feels like it felt like the weekend he was an Islander, and then beginning right. of the week he was still kind of an Islander, but uh, and then from the like from like Tuesday or Wednesday to now, it has been like, oh, he's he he's a he's he's been imminent per Andy Strickland from St. Louis Blues beat. Uh, it has very very funny that he's so closely following this. By the way. Um, um, that it was imminent that 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 Debrinkat was going to be a Red Wing probably about thirty two hours ago, thirty four yeah, hours ago. And now, and, and now it's something's turned. Well, and and, 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 really and feels yeah, 
I don't I don't know if the anything's other, the, turned. And, and and then today, Bruce Garriak, the writer for for Ottawa, likes a a tweet with Sparky, and now everybody right. is 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 saying that that means something, and. There's just a lot of chicanery. As a, as a, as a guy who finished uh, Better Call Saul recently, there's a lot of chicanery going on. There was for for a couple hours, uh, Alex DeBrincat and Eric Brandstrom were not listed on the Sens website, yep. and yep. but now they're back. There's a lot of playing around. There's a lot of playing around happening here, and and I, I honestly, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I guess we want to let's talk the actual player side of things. Great would be a great fit. He's a guy that I, I I think, as much as you know, the space is the issue. When team teams get the space, yeah. the teams that need the space, they make the space. Look, I at, don't. Look, I I think the Golden Knights are the perfect uh, example of that. You make the space, and also I'm wondering. You talk about Golden Knights. They have Robin Lehner, who has now not played in how long? Has had both his hips operated on. Is he yep. not maybe a five million dollar Shea Weber contract just waiting there to 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 oh, get? Oh yeah, and who knows? Maybe Lou offers him a job, office wise, to retire. Snake farmer, as a snake farm, as a snake farm. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, yeah, but but you know, I I think I I'm not. I, my mind is that I don't think money is the issue here. I think. The issue is this guy wants to be a Red Wing because that's been reported forever. Yeah, and I think that that he he made he made absurd demands to everybody so much so that his five team list got rejected, which is why the Islanders came into the picture in the first place. So he's basically yeah. now being faced with no one's giving you exactly what you want. The Islanders reportedly have offered better than the the Red Wings package probably because why would Steve Eiserman offer much because yep. he, he knows the guy wants to go there and and now he that now that he's already seen Debrinket slip back when he knows that's already where the guy wants to go because he was on the list and the Islanders weren't he has Eiserman has all the leverage in the world but the Senators are completely fucked here and Debrinket probably has to realistically decide his choices are essentially he has three choices. He has two choices in reality, and they are yeah. sign with the Islanders or burn or in hell. hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the three uh, contractual choices—that—that's that, the spiritual choices, but yeah. the uh, and the existential choices. But the contractual choices he he essentially has are go to the Islanders, who were not on your, who were not in your top five franchises to play for eight years. Yep, for nine actually. No, uh, it would be nine. No, 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 be yeah, eight. He does have a year. No, 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 no. He doesn't have a year because he, right? He doesn't have a year. He has to. He has to be re-signed to play. He has a one-year qualifying. Like, because if they go to arbitration, oh, I with, see what you're saying. Yeah. Yes, 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 so yes, 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 yes. It's it's either he spends eight years, uh, for good money, the closest to the money that he was looking for, in at best his, the sixth choice that he had, and maybe maybe ultimately it it doesn't. Come, he just doesn't want to play here like that or he uh stays with um ottawa ottawa for a tumultuous for year, year that, that he has That'd to hope bad. he doesn't get hurt the vibes are going to be awful he, he has to hope he doesn't get hurt again 
he has to hope he doesn't have another if he has another 60 point year like because yes the cap is going up and that's one of the things that he wants to to maximize but it's like but at the same time yep it's it's one of those things where okay but if you have another 60 point year what if you get hurt what if you you don't get hurt but you have a, a, a a shittier year what if you have a 50 point year next year not saying he would but like what what if then th- then how is that then then you have that much more negotiating probably from a a a weaker negotiating point i'm not going to i'm not going to hate on him for going for his money but no. i'm just saying that that th- those are like those are essentially two out like it's it's really not three options because i don't see i don't foresee it now i don't know that a red wings trade will will happen because they'll probably only ottawa has the rights to be like, all right, the only way we'll trade you there is sign and trade. That way we can negotiate the terms of what we get back. Yeah. That's it. And the contract, like his contract choices are that sign and trade situation to Detroit. That's the only thing I like the way I see him playing with Detroit next season. Um, this yeah. this this risky qualifying offer one year uh uh plank walk out of Ottawa or going long term with the Islanders um and that might not even be an option if he just doesn't want to be here and because of that for me where my head is you know laying all that out I'm not gonna be I'm I'm not treating this as an LOL Lou moment if the no. Islanders don't end up with him. And like people Fucking that losers, people that man. are doing that are just like you're either you've got either pick me energy or you've got you've got just complete uh, cock energy. I don't know what to tell. Like you're you're wanting to be like you you're, you're wanting to feel like a loser because there's no reason that they he's been rumored to Detroit from for like even before the trade uh, demand came out. Like it was it was. There, there was doubt that he would extend there, and, and, and you know that that's that's what has has happened here. Now he wants to to go to Detroit. Islanders are only in it because of how badly his team played uh, this whole thing. If if they didn't limit it to five teams, if if they excluded five teams or something, probably would have been way better. But. And maybe that's a, a testament to how much he just wants to play in certain places. Yeah, I, I just, it, I, I think it's, it's cliche to say, but the longer this goes, the, the weirder it feels for him playing in Detroit. I, I almost wonder if there is a weird third team in there making things, or you know, maybe jumped in last second. I wonder if we see he goes to the Ducks, he goes to the Knights. But I could see him going to the Islanders too. I have no idea. Um, yeah, I mean it's like Kadri. Right, it's like well, Kadri, yeah, the Kadri stuff. I, I it's kind of like the Kadri thing, but I do think that the Islanders could have had Kadri if I think they didn't want him that much. To. I think I think it's all these things. I think Lou draws it, and it's not it's not an unreal thing. You draw a line in the sand of how far you're willing to go in context, and because because at a certain point, okay, what well, do I want the Islanders to offer this guy nine mil? Not like or nine and are like are you crazy? Like is is that what you your eyebrows just went up? Did something happen? No, 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 no. We're all good. Okay. 
I was hoping, I was hoping, I was hoping after all of that, they, they signed him and I was just getting, going to get to say, psych, he's going to, he's great. 100 point season, 120 point season for him and the team coming up. Um, nothing, nothing, nothing I yet. Think we, I think, I think we end this. I think we end this and let's see what happens. It feels inevitable, right? But I don't think we're going to time this right. Um, it's, it's four. Yep. Yeah, it's four thirty-three p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I, I think on a Friday. On a Friday, we, we shall see. I'm gonna. I'm probably like I said. Like I said, no, no intro music. Nothing. We're just. I'm just Frankensteining the the, the audio pieces together. Fuck it. And you know what? Well, maybe what we'll do is. Um, I think that the Josh Bailey Ayers podcast will be vehicles to also speak on like what's going on with the current state of the Islanders. So, you know, maybe the next one pod we do is a Josh Bailey one. And if something happens, we kind of, you know, talk about it during some, during some stuff that's a little bit more boring in that game. Um, it'll be two hours, you know? So. <laughs> Dear God. Oh boy. All righty folks. So, is it, it was, was this uh, episode nice. this is episode 59? This is the uh the Michael the Michael Nikki Haley edition of the pod. <laughs> uh yep, yep. Yeah, we're uh we're 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 climbing. Um but all right. Uh this is a good this is a good little good little pod. Nice to catch up and uh we'll we'll see everyone soon. Let's go Islanders, baby. Let's go Islanders.